Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm located in Riverside, and I'm a certified financial planner. We have three other people in our office that are also certified. We are fiduciaries. And if you'd like to know more about my firm and how we can be of some help to you, just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com, or just simply call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, every week, what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is what I refer to as retirement update. The second part is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first part of the program today under retirement update, I want to talk about Social Security claiming strategies. These can be extremely complex, they're not simple at all. And I'm hoping that I can kind of talk to you about one strategy and you can get a good understanding and possibly use some of these benefits, some of these strategies for your own benefit down the road. So married couples have the most flexible flexibility in collecting Social Security. Now, the best claiming strategy depends really upon your age. And in most cases, it makes sense for the higher earning spouse to delay claiming Social Security for as long as possible. Uh, You can delay it all the way up to age 70. That way you lock in the maximum retirement benefit. But now the other spouse, if you're married and your other spouse is slightly younger than you, what they have is the the question comes down is what happens with the survivor's benefit? And there's a lot of different options that you can take. Now, let let me point this out to you. When you were born is critical. So if you were born before January 1st, 1954, this will apply to you because you can use what we refer to as a restricted claim for spousal benefits. So let me repeat that. January 1st, 1954, this would apply to you. So I've had a lot of clients who are trying to figure out how to to manage their social security benefits. And for somebody who is a non-working spouse and they want to get some social security benefit, they can start claiming as early as 62. That's pretty young. So again, it's the it's the spouse that doesn't have a large no doesn't have a large amount of earnings. So their Social Security benefit is smaller. The other spouse, the working spouse, um, or the higher earning spouse, I always encourage them to hold off taking their benefit till age seventy. But the the other spouse, they can take their benefits as early as sixty two, and they can continue to do it. Now I've had clients ask me, says, well, can I claim? You know, I'm delaying my Social Security. Can I claim off of my other spouse? In other words, can I take, even though it's a smaller amount, can I take some of my wife's benefit? 
And the answer is no, you can't do that. So you can't collect on your husband's earnings record until he claims social security. So if the husband has not filed for social security, you can't get that half. Now, to, to really make this probably more complex than what it needs to be, the husband, and I'm talking the husband here as being the higher earning uh, spouse here, can actually collect half of the wife's full retirement benefit. So let's say the wife is earning $500 a month in social security, she's age 62, and the husband is beyond uh, 66 years of age and continuing to hold off getting their social security, the husband could actually collect half of the wife's benefit. In other words, you're getting two checks, you're not getting two checks. Now what happens when the husband starts to receive their social security? So let's say the husband is held off until age 70. Their benefit is substantially higher. Now the wife can drop her benefit and she can claim half of her husband's benefit at his full retirement age. Not half at his age 70, but half at his age, let's say 66. But you also have this other factor involved here. It's called excess spousal amount. And that excess spousal amount basically subtracts from what the lower income spouse was going to get had they, had they just waited and collected from the full retirement age. So what happens is there's an offset. And what I wanna make sure that you're aware of is that with social security, there's all these different strategies, but in this particular strategy, the higher earning spouse delays their social security benefit until they're age 70. And, it, and in most cases, that benefit can exceed well over thirty-five to $3,600 a month if they've been, been in the higher earning power. Now, what that does is that um, allows then the non-earning, the lower earning spouse to claim the benefit at they get half, plus they get a subtraction of that excess spousal benefit that they're receiving earlier. So they don't get the full amount. They don't get the full amount. But the reason that you do this is because that when, if the husband, frankly, either one of the spouses, should they pass away, the surviving spouse will always get the higher payout. That's one of the reasons why I encourage my clients, if you can delay taking, if one of the people can delay taking their social security, until age 70, what you're going to do is you're going to provide a higher income for the surviving spouse, whether it be the higher earning spouse or whether it would be the lower earning spouse. Because once one of the spouses dies, whatever you've locked into, that's the benefit that is going to go to these to the surviving spouse for the rest of their life with cost of living benefits. So therefore, what I want to make sure that you're aware of is that there's all these different strategies when you can start, what you can take, what's gonna happen when you start to take off your, your spouse's benefit, what you're going to have to give up, so to speak, in order to do that. And of course, the variable is, we don't know how long you're gonna live. So everybody kind of comes back to me, wouldn't it be better for me to take my social security benefit early? In some cases, no, it's not, because we don't know what your life expectancy is. So we have to deal with what I call probability. And the probability is what is the best outcome and what is the most likely outcome going to be for you as far as your income. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is to get clients to receive the most amount of money for the rest of their life. It is one way in which we can help achieve overall economic success and that you won't end up running out of money later on in your life.
If you'd like to know more about this, just give me a call at my office or just go to my website and just ask for the, you know, the, the earnings on Social Security claiming strategies. And we'll send you out a copy of the article that I'm kind of referring to here in this segment of the program. And it'll help to probably help to understand better. And I can give you additional supporting information to help you understand Social Security or just help you walk you through the steps. This is very, very complex. And these are critical choices that people need to make when they start claiming their Social Security benefits. You know, um, always these decisions and dealing with the government, it always makes me kind of pause and say, it's never, it's never cut and dried. It's never just straightforward. There's all these other issues that become really important to how you select. And if you select wrong, it, you could end up with less money overall. So anyway, if you need more help with this, give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section that I refer to as tactical asset management. Um, you know, you, you're well aware that um, we are having some really, really economic tough times. And the question is, how is it affecting all assets? Is it affecting all assets the same? I really want to spend some time talking about real estate. And um, I mean, the economic news is really grim, folks. Um, it was seen that the pandemic has confined people to their homes. It also is threatening the stability of, of one of the key segments of the economy, and that is real estate. But more than twice as many Americans lost their jobs in April than in the two years during the Great Recession. About a third of apartment renters didn't pay their rent for the first week in April. And consumer spending has plunged by 7.5%, the largest one-month decline since the government's been tracking this since going back to 1959. So the question is. Is it affecting real estate the same way that it's affecting other equities, uh, stocks and things like that? And surprisingly, real estate has held up pretty well. It's, um, I'm talking with a lot of local real estate agents, but I've also talked, you know, a lot, lot of information I've get that uh, gives me a picture of what's going on nationally. And there's some, there's some factors here, but there is, there is a surprising holdup. And I think there's some reasons for that is that housing market effectively is in a timeout. Um, there's few buyers or sellers. And so without transactions, there's really not a lot of price changes. It's, it's not like there's a pandemic discount. I, I'm hearing from some clients saying, is this a good time to buy real estate? And what I'm finding is that real estate prices really are not dropping. 
And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the, um, the government, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, loans have offered a forbearance. And people can go into a forbearance for as much as 180 days, possibly even extend that for another 180 days based upon what's going on in the economy. So what it does, is it minimizes what, what we went through back in 2008, what I refer to as the domino effect. And, um, and then you couple that with mortgage rates. Mortgage rates have dropped to, you know, they're just slightly above 3%. And there's a lot of um, conversation that mortgage rates may actually even fall below 3%. So that is helping to, uh, for those people that want to buy the homes and where the demand, where they, where they can actually find something, they can get very, very good. And the supply of homes, it's been the tightest it's been in decades. So, you know, we're in a, actually the home equity is actually in probably the bright spot in our economy because prices aren't overvalued. And, um, you know, we're probably going to see valuations hold up pretty strong throughout this whole pandemic crisis when we get through it. So the question is what's happening right now? I mean, the, basically, as, as I mentioned to you before, the housing market is really kind of on hold. But Zillow now is seeing, and we're starting to see some other indicators, is that there's a, a, there's a much higher activity of people looking for a home. So, you know, you couple that with the fact that sellers, you know, they just don't have to move. And so there is, there is this demand, particularly in the right pricing or the right locale, there's a demand for real estate. So prices have held up pretty strong. Now, at the same point in time, the mortgage credit quality that people have with their mortgages, it's almost the best it's ever been. So equity, really at the, at the end of the day, equity is making all the difference in owner's decisions. So whether you sell a house or give it back to the bank, most people have enough equity in their home that they're going to fight to keep that equity before they give it back. And that has a lot to do with what we refer to as the forbearance that's occurring. So from a standpoint of home values, it seems to be that we're having what I call a flattening of the curve. You know, we've heard about the flattening of the curve for the pandemic and the COVID virus, but in some areas, there is going to be probably foreclosure clusters. It's going to be in those areas where there's a concentration of jobs that are affected more negatively than in other areas, like, for example, Las Vegas, uh, Miami, for example, some of these areas that more dependent upon um, hospitality and such as that. So what's going to happen when the market loosens up? And I think that, first of all, the selling market is probably going to move from spring to fall. There's going to be a delay. Everything's been kind of delayed and pushed down. But experts are kind of, they're, they're expecting that prices will fall a little bit, maybe anywhere from 2 to 3%. Nothing like what we were seeing within the general stock market, depending upon the equities there. But also the other side of it is that loans are going to be harder to come by. So people that are going to buy homes have to have a larger down payment. They have to have a job. They're going to have to have excellent credit. Banks are going to be very specific and uh, very picky about who they're going to loan to. So therefore, as the market loosens up, there is going to be, um, there's going to be choices, but don't expect the affordability just to automatically go down. People make decisions uh, not so much on home price as much as they're making decisions based upon the price of the mortgage. And the mortgage, because low interest rates, low interest rates are going to be uh, are going to make uh, make a higher priced home more affordable for more people. The other factor that's happening is you've got 72 million millennials are going to be looking to create homes outside of the city. We had through the last decade, we had a lot of people moving into the urban setting. Now what we're seeing, and particularly with this pandemic, 
people are moving out of the city, they want to get into more of a suburban setting. And I think you're going to see that they're going to be moving out of the high rises, high rise apartments and moving more into single family homes. So you're going to start to see this movement. But again, it's not like we have a huge supply. So therefore, if you are considering selling in the next year or so, you're probably going to be surprised that you're not going to take a discount uh, because there's less inventory. And as we come out of this pandemic, there's going to be more and more people that are going to want to buy. And because of that, uh, home prices will probably stay up because there is really no housing bubble like what we saw back in 2008. Uh, home prices were artificially, uh, they were escalating in price because of speculative uh, purchasing. We don't see that. We have, we have really washed away from all that in the last uh, 10 years or so. And so what we're seeing right now is the long-term effect is that homing pr home prices are going to remain relatively stable going forward. So therefore, you know, this, what we're going through right now is what I refer to as this massive social experiment that we're going through right now. And I think it's going to have some change upon urban settings. And I think that the long-term trends is that people are going to look to get away from the inner city and living in high-rise apartments where they're, where they're congested as far as the number of people that they're around. And they're probably going to be more desirous to get out of that and get into more of a suburban. But more importantly, what's happening is that people are able to work from home. You know, we've seen almost every job is uh, moving towards a remote location. So technology is advancing uh, quicker and quicker. It's getting better and better. And as we move through this, it'll be interesting how many people are going to say, I don't have to go into an office. I can work from my home and be just as effective. So we could be going through a phenomenal change. And, it, it, you know, right now is kind of a, a forced social experiment. But we're going to see how that's going to have an impact upon uh, how businesses are continuing to move forward going forward and how that's going to affect real estate. If you'd like to know more information and, and just kind of focus in on your circumstances, if you're planning to retire in the next, you know, the next few years or you're looking to buy something in the next few years, uh, give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Our job is to help you make smart decisions about your money. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. You know, what we're going through right now is going to have a dramatic effect on our future. And um, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal that I'd like to send to you. It's called The Biotech Century Ahead. And it's written by Walter Isaacson. If you're familiar with him, he's the author of biographies on uh, Benjamin Franklin, Albert Einstein, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. His latest one was on Steve Jobs. But... Um, the corona, you know, he talks about in this article about what is going on right now in this coronavirus plague 
it is hastening the transition into what he refers to as the, thir- the third great innovation revolution of modern times. And he's not the only person I've listened to. I've had several conferences I've gone to over the last year talking about this massive breakout in biotech. And there's, um, he's talking about it since the beginning, he said these revolutions arose from the discovery beginning just over a century ago of the three fundamental kernels of our existence. He calls it the atom, the bit, and the gene. In the first half of the 20th century, beginning with Albert Einstein, you know, he came up with the theory of relativity, and it, it went from there to, to establish, uh, you know, discovery of atomic power. The second half of the 20th century was the information technology, and we got into computers and the binary digits, what he's referred to as the bits, and how that has had a phenomenal impact and change upon our life going forward. And so everything that we do right now is based upon that technology. In fact, I'm talking to you right now through that technology. It wouldn't have been available 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago. But now with what's happening, we've entered into what he refers to as this third, even more momentous scientific era. He calls it the life science revolution driven by biotech. And it is going to be hastened because of the pandemic that we're in right now and the amount of effort and research, the money that's being poured in to solve this problem. And I refer to it with clients, I said, this is going to be what, what we have back in the 60s as a moonshot. And out of that, there was so much technology that was developed in order to get a few men on the moon. We received the benefit of all that discovery for generations. We still are. But now what's going to happen right now because of this pandemic there is so much money and effort that's being poured in, not only by universities, by corporations, by government, cooperations with organizations all over the world to come up with a answer so that we don't have to face this problem again. And what's going to happen out of this is there's going to be discovery, not only to affect the pandemic, you know, the coronavirus that we're going through right now, but it's also going to probably affect cancer research and the cure of cancer in many cases. You know, they have developed what they refer to as the CRISPR. This was a, this is a genetic tool that was developed out of the University of California, Berkeley. And it has, um, it's an invention that able to fight off attacks by viruses by basically snipping out the genetic material within a gene. It seems um, science fiction when you read about it and you try to get a clear understanding of the benefit of this, But we believe that there is going to be this massive change. Probably within the next two years or so, we are going to see a major breakout in biotech. And we're going to see changes like we've never, ever seen before. For some people, it's going to be very scary. And I think that as we move forward through this, there's going to be phenomenal economic opportunities, but there's also going to be phenomenal moral judgments. And so we have to take a good hard look at this when we do gene editing. It's already here, folks, and it's going to get more and more and more. So as we continue to move forward on this, there's going to be economic opportunities. I think this article here kind of talks about it. And if you'd like to have a copy of it, I'd be more than happy to send it to you so you have something to read and do more research on it on your own. Our whole objective is to help you make smart decisions with your money. You continue to earn and learn. And hopefully, over time, you'll get your life becomes the adventure that you hope for. So you can either, if you want more, want to know about anything else I've talked about in the radio program, give me a call at my office, 951-684-7011, or 
or simply just go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com for more information. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.